Welcome back, everybody, to I'm not sure what we're going to call this. <laughs> we're in the midst of a rebrand. Maybe. We don't maybe. know. We're mumbling through something. Enough that Talking. we bought a domain. And we bought a domain. Ready? And we created a Facebook group. We're rolling it out. Ready? Drum roll. The Mindful CEO. The Mindful CEO. Um, dot com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is born of a couple of things. Let's just talk because we're... Uh, yeah. You know, why are we doing this? What are we doing? Which is always a really useful question, but mostly I ask it like, what are we doing? Um, hmm. Which is really different than what are we doing? Uh, yeah, right. So a friend of mine listened to the podcast recently and AI will kill you, which was a, one of the best titles we've ever come up with. <laughs> and we really should spend more time on titling. Um, and, you know, it's, it's talking to me about how it's, you know, what we're doing here is not really just a conversation for realtors and we've known that yeah but we use realtor terminology you know gci things like that and we've been really only targeting yeah. real estate agents for this and um you know because uh, uh and i have been of the belief you know narrow your niche go deep yeah. and um you know we've done it for a year and repurpose and looking at all the different branding aspects of what we're doing and <clears throat> I'm not satisfied with the traction. And I think we have, I think the work we're doing yeah. is more valuable than the audience that it's uh, attracting. And yeah. so I think it's a marketing problem. I think it's a problem of, uh, you know, uh, yeah. often just to tie this back to real estate, anyone in real estate knows this, and this isn't just even particular, nothing is particular to real estate. Um but in real estate, we all know that the best agent doesn't get the client. The mm -hmm. agent that markets themselves the best gets the client. That's mm -hmm. just a fact of how it goes. The most product, the agent that's going to do the best job does not get the client. The agent that markets themselves the best gets the client, mm -hmm. which I've always had a real stinking problem with. Um, yeah. Because selling houses and marketing yourself or two different things. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, so we started looking at, okay, does widening this conversation dilute anything? And I think we're both pretty clear that the answer to that is no, no, that there's nothing that we've done in any of the podcasts for an entire year or however long we've been doing this, that isn't instantly frameable to, make a difference to any entrepreneur yeah right so we're so we don't, i don't think we lose anything and i think we have a lot to gain by opening it up that's one piece and then we you know we went to ai because before it kills us hopefully it'll make us some money <laughs> but um so our pain will be less uh, our death will be less painful um or we'll die with more toys that's really the game here uh you know, we started brainstorming ideas and one of the ideas that it came and we, get, and I fed it, you know, um, things that are interesting to us that we both think are part of the um, culture, part of what we've, the context yeah. that we're delivering, which were words like conscious and mindful and awakened mm -hmm. and uh, um, entrepreneur leadership. Yeah. Um I think those were the seed words to the prompt. And I just asked it to think like a copywriter and come up with some names that would resonate with yeah. people. Um, and one of the names it came up with was the mindful CEO. And um, that struck me mm. 
like if I saw that, so part of this is, you know, Chris is cheating on me and has another realtor group. So let's just get this said. <laughs> this is Maury says you are in fact, not the father. Um, <laughs> you know, but I, I got fed that group, you know, when it was said the awakened agent. Yeah. And I signed up. I was like, Oh, a Facebook group called the awakened agent. I resonate with that word. That word resonates with me. I see right. it. And I think, yes, that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a f- fascinating phenomenon on a lot of levels. And I think we should, we could drill down into this because mm. we'll get into the group and the nature of the group, but that I saw it, it resonated and I acted instantly, mm. right. Mm. Is what we're going for. And uh, which is what every entrepreneur, which is what every business leader, which is what every CEO wants of their business, that when someone sees it, yeah, it occurs like an opportunity to act. It shows up like, oh, that's me. It resonates with people. Yeah. Um, where when you contrast the mindful CEO with the repurposed podcast as a name, right? Right. Just as a name, if you saw the two, it's not even fucking close. <laughs> Which right. one speaks to something? Repurpose is an inside joke. Yeah. You know, RE, purpose, it fits. It makes sense. We can laugh and chuckle about it. But if you see it, you're like, what the fuck is that? What is that? Is that for, is that, who's that, what are we doing? <laughs> what is that? Who's that for? It, it requires explanation, right? And right. Donald Miller, you know, if you confuse, you lose. Um, so just from that perspective, the name was un, unworkable, you know, and we're back to the conversation of, you know, use VAs to outsource your business and work <laughs> four hours a week versus the four hour work week. Right. Same material, yeah. different title. One's the yeah. guy's a genius and one, the guy sells a whole bunch of little eBooks. Right. Um, yeah. So names matter, marketing matters, you know, like that. So yeah. the mindful CEO at least speaks to a, speaks to a wider group. So we have a wider audience uh, we're going for. Um, and there's not one thing in any of the podcasts for the last year that we did that does not actually speak to the mindful CEO. We could just pull the repurpose name off it and slap the mindful yep. CEO on all of it. And it would all make perfect sense. There's not one iteration of anything the only things that don't work are the things that we or don't transfer are the things that we've the the terminology regarding real estate gci units volume yeah yeah. Uh, that exact wording doesn't fit but the idea of it completely fits right um so there's that yeah right anything you want to say about and then i got i got well, I was starting to think about just the why mindful mattered to me mm-hmm. and how those two words, mindful and CEO, really create a world like that. The kind of conversations I want to be involved involved in are, are conversations of consciousness and how do we make the world better? How do we how are we? It, so it invites a spiritual conversation. It invites something beyond the production of things mm-hmm. so that I really like that in the name of the mindful CEO. But yeah. I also like that CEO grounds it into um, identity, production. Let's do something. It's not just, you know, holding hands and having a conversation, though that matters to me. There's an actual 
execution here that that we can move things forward in the world, which I yeah. think a CEO is tasked with. That's if you think of yourself as a CEO, you're going to go do stuff. And I like to do stuff. Yeah, that's good. And and then the questions you had, two other things about CEO. So for sure, mindful works, right? It works as well as conscious does, maybe even a little better because it's easier yeah. to say and easier to spell. Right. Yeah. Not, not even. Yeah. Around. Um, <laughs> But everything about mindfulness calls in the entire world of presence, consciousness, yep. Yep. peace, spirituality, you know, love, yeah. connection, all are all wrapped in this container of mindfulness, right? Yep. Um, so there's that. But then the CEO part, and I thought this was interesting because when we, you know, we read it off a list of things and that one's jumped out but then there was and we kept reading and we kept coming i kept coming back to this one and then there was two interesting things with the ceo part i think that are worth yeah just mumbling through mm-hmm. one was okay do people really consider themselves ceos and mm. you know does it bring up does it rise let's see does it uh uh allowed to rise or does it bring up this um i'm saying the same thing over and over because i'm dissatisfied with that description but um does it call forth this world of corporate america mm-hmm. right, you know right. do you have to be involved with corporate america to hear yourself mm. as a ceo right you know is there is there when you consider yourself in corporate america ceo there's a board of directors above you you're not even the top of the food chain is the CEO um, often. Yeah. Right. But even in that whole, that's so I think in the weeds of corporate America Yeah, that, and I think CEO has become more colloquial for the boss, more colloquial right. for entrepreneurship, yeah. more uh, in the, I'm going to use colloquial and I'm now going to throw in zeitgeist because Ooh. yeah, zeitgeist, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of just what it is to be a badass, you know, entrepreneur, business owner is a CEO. Right. And I don't think it's, I don't think it needs as much explanation as I just gave it. Right, right, right. Right. I think it's already there for people that they're CEOs and it's all groovy. Um, so, but that did come up and I think it's worth investigating and, and testing and, you know, everything's testing, testing, testing. So We'll see if that comes up. But then the other piece that came up was that everything that we've done so far, our little group, almost everything that we've done, our true North workshops, everything that we've done has attracted women. Mm-hmm. You know, none, no, I think one man came to one thing that we've done. That's true. In a year. Yeah. And uh, that's fascinating to me. And Chris was commenting that most of his groups are all women. Yep. Because the groups are about connection community vulnerability vulnerability truth truth collaboration spiritual connection spiritual connection and those are feminine qualities those yin are and yang. yin and yang that is the yin man that's, it's totally the yin yeah. so it doesn't call for men mm-hmm. men don't hear that and go oh yeah you know, spirituality. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vulnerability. Sign me up. Be vulnerable in business. Let's go. (laughs) Right. 
No, there's no, that's not, you know, except it does to me and it does to a very limited number of conscious people involved with, or who consider would consider themselves, you know, conscious masculinity, like a level of having done work already on themselves. I'm trying to do this in a way that doesn't break my arm, patting my own back for work I've done on myself. But, (laughs) you know, for someone who's at least open to that, to hear vulnerability, connection, spirituality as an opening to participate. Like when Chris's group that he's cheating on me with called the Awaken Agent showed up in my Facebook feed, I was like, oh, that's me. Mm -hmm. That speaks to me. Mm -hmm. And I signed up. And then the first question on the thing or second question on the group you know, whatever the filter is that they use to accept people is are how long as a something about you being a woman. But there was nothing in the anything yeah. that I had seen up until then that indicated this was a group for women. And um, you know, I just answered the question. I think I got in because Chris, um, I know Chris, and he's a co-sponsor of the group, but I'm guarantee I'm the only man in there. And um uh which is fine. But the point is, yin conversations don't attract yang energy Yeah. Uh, in, in this way. I mean, yeah, you know, right. ladies night at a bar does, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so this, and what was fascinating to me is it uncovers this world mm-hmm. where, and I think this is the case. I, this is just an assertion. I have no evidence for this yet that, labeling it for CEOs is going to attract men. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it pushes women away. Right. But I do think having, uh, having, making sure that it's saying mindful CEO speaks to men because really in our, in our culture and our zeitgeist, Mm -hmm. this happens all the time. As much as, you know, I wish it was not the case. There are CEOs and there are women CEOs. You like read about in the news said. in Forbes or whatever, in every, you know, ink, th- there are people labeled, there's a CEO of this company. And then there's, this is the first female CEO of this company that, <laughs> right. you know, there's women doctors and there's doctors. It's one of these, it's, it's, I mean, it's way less unconscious now than it was, but it's still part of the vocabulary and the way the vocabulary of business works, which we're both, you know, out to dismantle. Right. Um, but it's stupid not to recognize that that still has an impact in the listening. It'd be dumb to right. rail against it and pretend it doesn't exist. Right. Right. So labeling this or naming this, branding this as the mindful CEO, I'm thinking, and we'll see how it plays out in reality, has the opportunity to attract Yang energy, Shakti energy, like uh, Shiva energy, like really like... Yeah creating that opportunity for people to participate um, in a new way, like different people participate, they'll hear themselves in that. And I'm really interested in that because I'm really, I'm interested in conscious masculinity Hmm. and giving people that recognize themselves as mindful CEOs, a place to be a place to get nurtured, a place to collaborate and be vulnerable and all that thing, everything that we've done. It yeah. just we haven't branded it in a way that a uh, someone who could hear themselves in it yet. I think we'll see. Yeah, for sure. And then we should just say I think we're on the same page about this. That 
the mindful CEO as a community and as a Facebook group and as content is not specifically for men. No, you could be a woman who uh, is mindful. You could be a man who's mindful and, and you have an interest in um, running your business in a mindful way. And, that would take us straight into our true north workshops it would take us straight into mm-hmm. our four l's our pillars of love legacy leadership and leverage it would it would allow us to put structure into how do we be mindful ceos yeah everything about it works yeah clearly this is not shifting this to be a conversation for men well sorry i don't want to take it back clearly we this is the opportunity for us to say clearly we are clearly not interested in this being a community just for men yeah. Um, this is for people that consider themselves CEOs. I'm thinking that the there's a, a bank shot benefit that where whatever we had named it didn't actually speak to men. Yeah. It right. now includes men. Men right. have an opportunity to hear themselves in this where they might not have before. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, and I don't think it does anything to deter women from participating. I don't think... A, We'll see. We'll we'll actually see how the whole thing plays yeah. out. But I think, um, but we do want it to be for leaders, yeah. entrepreneurs, business owners, people that are um, dealing with those issues of what you know we've talked about from uh, you know mm. from Jeff Wilmore mm. the force field of business the yeah. pull that everything is a CEO that you need as a business owner is going to be pull for yeah. more business, more leads, more profit, right? all right. that stuff. And none of the force field pulls for more heart, more le- legacy, more yeah. continuity with who you are as a individual and what you're, the difference you have to make. All of that's exactly the same. And I think all of that speaks to anyone who's interested in mindfulness. That's good. Uh, there's two more things that are there for me. One is um, then about repurpose. We had talked about how inside of the mindful CEO conversation, the idea that you could um, bring more purpose, repurpose, that you could bring more purpose to the existing systems or the the structure of the way things are, that that there is still a place for if we if we choose to do it, choose to follow that thread. There's a place for a conversation about how do we repurpose the systems and the the structures of things as mindful CEOs that we really could have a conversation inside of the mindful CEO about how do we about purpose and repurposing things, um, which yes. I like, and I think we can keep that open ended. But I, I I I like that, which I, I guess takes me to that second point. Unless you had something to say about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Repurposing. Yeah, that. we just, uh, that that's more of a, a message, again, messaging. It's a, also a tweaking of the title repurpose, yeah. uh, uh, reorienting it so that it goes towards actually being a verb rather than a noun. Uh, yeah. Um, right. It doesn't become the repurpose podcast. It becomes, you know, repurp programs to re- repurpose as a yeah. Right. verb around what we do and true north workshops fit inside the but i don't know if we want to structure everything like that or if we yeah. need the name anymore we'll figure that out as we go this is yeah. yeah so that's yeah yeah okay good the other thing that was there for me then it's like just the teachable moment for me i mean not that i don't think i already knew this but i think it's worth just 
pointing to, which is you and I have spent a year and 30 or 40, 50 episodes of a podcast and building a brand around uh, something called repurpose that Mm -hmm. this doesn't, none of this feels lost to me. Like we have set such a foundation and that we're rebranding something just so that at the front door is a little bit more inclusive or a little bit more self-evident um, while what's in the house is still the same um, is I think powerful because I think some people, not all people, but some people will wait until it's perfect or wait until they have the right thing, whatever that, whatever that is to start. And I think you and I had enough we had a minimum viable name. We had a minimum viable idea. name a year ago. Yeah, idea, minimum viable idea to go, let's go, let's go pursue this. And a year later, to me, we have foundation that has allowed us to go, hey, That's is right. there a clearer context here um, or name brand that we could create? And I, I don't think that we would be here if we hadn't spent all the time doing what we did with it. So. Yeah, a hundred percent. It is the, you know, but if anyone, for the six people, <laughs> yeah, that mm-hmm. have been all, following us, yes, right, we're all six of you. We love you. <laughs> and, um, but nothing that we've just said changes anything in terms of what we're delivering, and uh, it's what's important. I mean, it's. It does, I thought, love it as a teachable moment, but it's more like a demonstration of what it looks like to be willing to mumble through something, yeah. explore something, be open to what the feedback is. Because really, you know, in, in all honesty, you know, this conversation today started with Chris asking me, this, we didn't film this part, but with Chris asking me, okay, is there housekeeping stuff? And I was went back to, mm-hmm. I want to open that door on a Facebook group and start building a community because I think more, I think at the heart of it, what we're talking about Mm. the content over the last year and our work so far is way more valuable than is represented by the number of people participating. Yeah. And, and I have that commitment. I, I, I could be wrong in that commitment, but I have, I have that commitment. I am that what we've done is way more valuable than is represented the number of people participating. And so that means what we've got is a failure to communicate as HUD would say, but there's, you know, there's that failure to communicate. We've got to find a way to communicate it. And, um, hmm. you know, I'm fascinated by that stuff, you know, made to stick and all the different ways, copywriting and marketing and Seth Godin and all the things that people talk about, yeah. about how, you know, you've got to spend as much time on the title as you do on the content. Cause it doesn't matter what your content is. If no one clicks on it, it, it literally doesn't matter. And I have had uh, so much resistance to that. And it feels like such, you know, such a young sort of punk rock art school Hmm. fuck you don't tell me don't judge me by the way i dress Hmm. right which is all i mean you know as an old man now right people that dress don't judge me by the way i dress and i know this by personal experience literally got what got me dressed every day up until really I did the advanced course 
was mm-hmm. don't tell me what to dress. Don't judge me by how I dress, which mm-hmm. is as much a communication as anything. I mean, that's literally judge me by how I dress so I can make you wrong for judging me how I dress. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not that I don't care. I do care. I'm actively making sure you don't judge me or right. I, I'm actively making sure I get to make you wrong for judging me. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah. dress in the most offensive way possible to you. And, you know, that's just adolescent. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not a, I, I don't say just adolescent, like diminishing it or demeaning it. It's adolescent, yeah. you know, and it's an important phase for an adolescent to go through. And I think it's fine. It's just inappropriate for a business to go through that phase. Um, that the way the market sees you matters. And I don't know why that's such a um, confronting thought for me, but it is. It's like, it feels like selling out. Like you should, it shouldn't matter. Um, I share that. I'm with you on that. But it does matter. I mean, and to pretend that it doesn't or make it wrong that it does, doesn't whatever, whichever text tense is right there. To pretend it doesn't matter is, you know, that's a childish rant about the nature of the universe. Like I should be able to fly. It's not fair. Yeah. Kind of. Well, stuff. there's, I mean, I feel like there's more, that's more to unpack in that. And maybe in another conversation, because I feel like there, you know, there's a law of diminishing returns. Everything is mumbling. So to think what's let's spend time to think about, to spend, spend time on what should we name the, 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 the whole thing versus I'm when you say it, I hear because I do the production of the podcast in the background. <laughs> what should I name every episode? Because it matters. Right. And I think, how, how do I know what I'm going to, what's, what name or title of this episode is going to get more clicks or listens? I'm not willing to spend time trying to figure that out. Yeah. No, that's great. I, you know, and I think it's, uh, um, you know, there's, uh, that's, that is an entire world, right? Like, which, where do I put the, <laughs> where do I put the, yeah. buy button and what color does it need to be and yeah. what shade of that color and that's right. just some mass right. massive testing to get done but that testing that gets done is really impactful sure that you know and uh but in the meantime so in in the meantime right in the meantime here's where we're at this is yeah. the mumbling that we've been willing to do right and uh and it's you know the launch of a new don't you know new um 2.0 baby next chapter 2.0 right next chapter is that uh what's going to be coming out of us now is going to be under the in the container called the mindful ceo and speaking to and this conversation about rebranding and about is something a mindful ceo would need to grapple with so it's perfect that that's what you know where we're at and you know we're as committed now as ever to bringing you it's not even bringing you process. It's that's all we have is process there. You know, everything is, you said, everything is mumbling, but you could say easily, everything is process Hmm. that whatever product comes out of the process is just the next product that comes out and doesn't stop the process. The process is constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Moving forward or it's not. And then we got, you know, like Woody Allen says, you got a dead shark. Um, You know, you're, it's just got to keep iterating. That's good. I think we got to keep count on how many random other people I quote during the show and see if we can <laughs> keep a tally of Aaron Bingo references. Bingo. God, I was thinking about this the other day, Chris. I was thinking, 
I'm going to, I'm writing. So I, I wrote to Mel Robbins and or I'm writing to Mel Robbins, see if we can have something happen there. Um, but at some point I'm going to write to someone or someone's going to hear this podcast and then they're going to go, does he not know he's ADHD? Does he, has he ever been diagnosed because that, and, or something? I, I have no idea what ADHD really is. I've never been diagnosed, never inspected it, never, you know, I don't WebMD it. I don't have any real particular interest in it because I don't know what difference would it make if I had some diagnosis from some test. Um, but I do feel like the number of really random references and number of really random side thoughts and tangents we go on is some indication of some mental condition that <laughs> condition you are. I always thought it's because I smoked so much weed. <laughs> which we were talking about before. I always thought it was really a function of the massive amount of drugs that I've done as a youth. Um, Great. Well, but, I I think it's because you have a brilliant mind and you are well learned. You have there you have so much to draw upon and put into the space that you connect dots quickly. You're like, oh yeah, that thing that belongs in this part of the sentence, and then that thing that should I bring should bring that in the sentence, <laughs> and, and you just a, that's what makes you a brilliant mind. There was a woman who um, really one of my real mentors, and just I loved her. I wish I got to work with her longer. A Joan McNeil. She was a, a mm. Um, someone from Landmark and just mm. really one of the most brilliant women I've ever, ever talked to mm. and um, got to work with her for some life. It's just the biggest heart, the, the greatest, just not, literally, I don't think there's a human being on the planet that if you, if she knew Joan McNeil and you said her name, they wouldn't be like, Oh my God, I love Joan. Mm. Um, and um, she used to get stopped and she'd go, there's, a lot of things that need to come out right now and I can't get them all uh-huh. out right now. And it's like, she, you could hear her, hmm. the thoughts coming from the various places that thoughts come from and try and all get out at once. And hmm. I've taken that metaphor and, or that picture and um, hmm. see that happen to myself all the time. Like I have more things to say than can possibly get out at any one given. <laughs> They're not going to come out in some pretty order but that's the thing about mumbling as well is that things come out and then you get to see what they look like out here yeah which is really different than what they look like back here right and you got to be willing to have it come out here i had this oh i think i shared about this last time about the practice i had with my wife of where we take a certain amount of time and we just listen to each other did i talk about this last week uh, I don't, I don't know. We have a know. practice where we just communicate where, you know, I get 20 minutes or 30 minutes and I just communicate anything that's there for me. And then she mm-hmm. takes 20 or 30 minutes and she just communicates anything and no one interacts. There's no defense of this. There's no back and forth. It's literally just 20 or 30 minutes of just listening. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, no, attention, no. just attention. Yeah. And, uh, I said, I had, I had some upsets that I was communicating. Right. And it's great to have a safe space to communicate the upset without having it interacted with. Oh my gosh, it's freaking wild. And um, and I said this whole thing that I had a problem that she, um, the problem I had, I can share this because it's my my thing. I had a problem that she doesn't use me as a resource hmm. the way I want, you know, like I use her for tapping as a resource and I use her yeah. for this. This is a, a function of something called re-evalu- reevaluation co-counseling, which is how she grew up doing this. My family we no. grew up, you know, 
if you didn't throw a lamp, you weren't <laughs> getting attention. So there was no none of this. But but I so I use her for various things like that. And she doesn't come to me to use me for whatever I think I want to be used for. Yeah. And I had a sort of a resentment building up about that. So that was one of the things I communicated. It was a long, it was 30 minutes of stuff. And that was one of the things, one of the line items in there. And uh, we got done. She shared whatever she shared. And she had her time and we went back and forth. And then, you know, maybe a couple hours later afterwards, I said, okay, you know, all that stuff I said about you not using me as a resource of my being resentful about all that and stuff. You should just forget about everything I said there, because the truth is after I said it, I could see I'm just pissed that you don't do what I want you to do the way I want you to do it. And you don't ask me how to do it. And then if I do, if you do ask me and you don't do it the way I want you to do it, I then make up that you're not using me as a resource. So mm. you can just take all that and throw it out because I'm not committed to any of that stuff. Mm. And um, I think it's useful uh, for people watching and for people doing that. You have permission after you say it to go, wow, that was really a dumb thing to say. I don't, be- I don't believe any of that. Anything I just said there, you know what, after I said it, I look at it and I go, wow, that is not a drop in that. Am I committed to actually believing? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't get to that space if you leave it in your head. You know, when you leave it in your head and you're talking to yourself, it adds mass. It just builds up and builds up and builds up and it becomes more and more real. It's like, um, already, here we go. Groucho Marx, you know, in uh, I think it's Duck Soup. You know, he talks himself into what if I shake his hand? What if he what if I go to shake his hand and he doesn't shake my hand? He talked about the king of Fredonia and I go and he insults me in front of my and he's ah, and then the king finally walks in and Gotcha Marx has worked himself up to a frenzy and the king walks in and extends his hand and Gotcha Marx slaps him in the face and goes, how dare you not accept my thing? And then they go to war. Um <laughs> And that's what it's like when you talk to yourself over and over and over, you build up this reality, right? So when we're mumbling all this stuff, it's a chance to get it out here so we can actually sort it out and not have to get trapped in what we think about it. So there you go. Wow. So good, man. Woo. Duck soup reference. Come on, baby. On fire. On fire. But, I mean, I think that's, uh, we covered a lot. Yeah, that was good. So, so welcome to uh, the Mindful CEO podcast. That's right. I would like to come up. Could you come up with a jingle? I would like to have a jingle. Oh, that's good. The Mindful CEO is always <laughs> so much fun. That, okay, good. Let's figure it out. A yeah, jingle would good. be great. All right. Good um, stuff. Yeah, good. What, anything else? Uh, no, but a tagline. We should figure out a tagline. Oh, so. okay, good. All right. All right. Stay tuned for the next Stay tuned episode. For our tagline. We're open. If you're one of the five people that are watching this, we want to, because we lost someone. We lost one of our six people. <laughs> um, and you got a good tagline for the mindful CEO. We're open. Nice. Sounds good. I love it. All right, man. Love you. Thank you for the, thank you for the conversation. Peace. Peace.